The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. So the Edmonton Police Service has announced that uh, a liquor store ID scanning pilot project that was launched early this year will be expanded next year. Uh, the reason why? Well, it was hugely successful um, and successful in reducing thefts and violence. The project saw something called a patron scan system installed at three Elkana liquor stores in Edmonton. Um, that requires you, the customer to scan your ID before the door is unlocked and before you can get into the store. So just how much of an impact did it have? Let's find out with Constable Ben Davis, who is the EPS Liquor Store ID Pilot Project Coordinator. Constable Davis, welcome to the show. Jalen, thanks for having me. That's quite the title. Don't know if it'll fit on a name badge, but Ben is fine. <laughs> I was going to say, holy smokes, what's your business card look like? <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a whole lot. Letter <laughs> Of course. What is it? What has it been like uh, working on this pilot project over the past uh, number of months, the past uh, the past while? Because you've really seen, um, you, you've really you've watched this firsthand. You've seen how the situation was before, how difficult it was, the number of thefts, and you've seen uh, the success. So, what's that been like for you? Uh, it's been eye-opening. I mean, I prior to this, I mean, I was working the beat, so I think the thing that stuck with me was, you know, just seeing the victimization raw from the people that worked at these stores, and, uh, you know, they were looking to me for to do something. I mean, we were kind of all at a loss. So back in 2018 is when I, you know, set up a meeting. We sat down at the table with all those involved who were affected, and uh, I think we all realized that individually, you know, we couldn't formulate a response that would provide the relief that is needed in the city and to the staff. Um, so, yeah, it was all about collaboration and taking that first step and admitting that, you know, what we individually so, bring to the table isn't enough. Yeah. So, as a constable, I, I'm curious to know um, a little bit of background on this. So, who, is it? Is it individuals stealing from stores like this? Is it, uh, is it, is it gang members? Is it, who, who's doing this? All sorts. I mean, I've, I've arrested, uh, you know, I mean, and a few of us through not just me, but um, the same people several times. Um, I've arrested uh, known gang members for sure. Um, we've, you know, there's there's groups that operate and there's, there's social circles that, uh, you know, we've been able to identify and link together. Um, but there's very much uh, a driving force behind it. And, uh, you know, the data that we've seen over the last number of years uh, speaks to that full heartedly. So the driving force. So what what is that? Is it just you know turning around and selling it for for money, and then turning around and using that money to to do what? Yeah, I mean, I made mention about a street-level currency. I mean, that's very much yeah. the reality that we're dealing with. Okay. So the bottom line is it's so accessible. It's so accessible. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've arrested individuals who are, you know, prolific on our radar for huge amounts yeah. of theft, and they don't even drink. But they do have uh, an addiction to a drug, meth, or, or heroin, and yeah. uh, they have an arrangement with their dealer uh, that they do drink, and that's how they facilitate maintaining their addiction. Um, so it's stuff like that. I mean, we've, we've seen it all, uh, selling it on social Social media for half face value. As I mentioned, I can confirm illegitimate businesses exist in Edmonton. Um, we have examples of that, um, and that's it's it's lucrative. It's lucrative on both ends, and the only thing standing between it is morals. And unfortunately, they're not uh, you know they're not as easy to come <laughs> by this day and age. So.
So tell us about this project that saw these patron scan systems installed into the liquor stores. Now, first off, these patron scans are they're pretty much used in in a lot of bars. It's been a yeah. it's been a while since I've been into a bar. <laughs> I'm sound. I'm dating myself. But is that the same thing as some of the bars you go into? You'd have to you give them their uh, give them your ID. They could scan it so they have it on record. Yeah, a hundred percent. And I think okay. you know the confusion you know in the public optic is that um, the governing legislation is identical. I mean, liquor stores are a licensed premise. I mean, that's how during the holidays you can go in and sample new wine, you can sample new spirits and stuff like that. But people don't associate the two. And that when I talked about learning and eye-opening, I mean, that's all part that I came to learn. So it was important that we understood that to formulate a response. And there's very clear legislation that governs licensed premises as far as what we can take or obtain or, or log from a customer. And we're very much compliant with that, uh, first and last name and age and even a photo. We don't take a photo right now. It's just first, last name, and age, and that's okay. about it. So. And it seemed to be a real deterrent in those stores, didn't it? Yeah, it did. And, uh, you know, there are, we need social reps. I mean, we can build on it. It's a foundation that has a lot of potential. And uh, certainly from a software perspective, I can work with PagerScan. They're, they're very smart down there. We can formulate a response to what we see in that regard. From a hardware standpoint, working with Austin Securities and Alcana um, to outfit the front of the store to, uh, you know, if that's required. So we just need to see. I mean, it, we're, we're learning. I mean, this was a very mm-hmm. organic solution that we sat around the table. We, we we batted around probably a bunch of the ideas that people listening right now have immediately. Um, we took a bunch of angles into account, and uh, this is ultimately based on everything and years of, of chatting with experts in the field. This is what we came up with. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's very organic teamwork uh, built right here in uh, hometown Alberta. So when we look, we saw the the thefts and violence at those locations where this um, this was put into place dropped by 93%. Uh, yeah. When you look at the incidents last year, there was what 592 at those locations, and and so far this year just 36. I mean that is that is that is a huge improvement, uh, Constable yeah. Davis. That's a huge huge improvement to me. I wonder is this something that we're going to see put in? Um, uh, you know a majority of liquor stores across the city across the province eventually yeah i mean it, we weren't we were shocked by the results i mean i know manitoba um there was an event that i referenced there in november of last year there was a really violent assault that was kind of spurred a knee-jerk reaction and they've outfitted all their stores and their thefts have dropped I mean, they're almost non-existent. They were averaging 400 plus a week, which even at our peak last year, when we logged uh, just shy of 10,000 events in the, in the year, um, we weren't even at half of what they were running. So, um, you know, from a resource standpoint, I mean, you know, safety aside, that's it's not manageable what we have now, you know, financially. So yeah. it's important that the public understands where we're coming from. And, you know, this wasn't a knee-jerk reaction. We know that a catalyst event is coming that ultimately is going to force our hand so we're trying to get ahead of the curve and by doing that early that's why we were able to sit down with the experts and you know hear feedback from a retail perspective you know from patron scans technology and legislation adherence and you know we took all angles into account as best we can and it's just important that the public understands where we're coming from and what we're trying to do is for the best has there been any negative sides to this, Constable Davis? I'm wondering in these locations where this uh, the, the patron scan system has been installed, did business go down at all? Did people not want to go to it because they didn't want to uh, scan their ideas they got in the in the front door? 
Yeah, I mean, Alcana would speak to that more accurately, but, you know, okay. when I was chatting with him, I mean, we're creatures of habit. I mean, we hate change. I mean, you look at anything in life, we just, we don't like it. So if there's an opportunity to, to avoid it, maintain what we're familiar with, you know, we'll do it. And with a privatized uh, industry here in Alberta, I mean, we're the only province in Alberta that has a completely privatized liquor industry. Um, you can literally cross the street and there's another option there. So, you know, while Alcana is doing what's right, and they've been a fantastic partner, um, we need to ensure that because they're doing it for the right reason, that they're not being affected negatively. So when I talked mm-hmm. about government involvement, we're just looking for someone who can take control of, you know, the privatized industry from that perspective because there's a lot of chefs in the kitchen, so we need somebody <laughs> of a governing body to see what we're doing is right or a decision that can benefit everyone and have a uniform application to ensure from a retail standpoint it's a uniform, it's a uh, level playing field. What about uh, concerns over privacy? I know. I think when this first launched, um, the uh, the privacy commissioner had had uh, waved some flags on that. Where does that stand right now, Constable? So, you know, we we value their feedback 100%. Um, and we've been waiting since uh, January 20th when they initially started their investigation, which, you know, out of all the media outlets that showed up that day, there was only one that uh, kind of threw some mud at it. So, and rightly so. I mean, if they wanted to do an investigation, that's fine. Um, but we did impress upon them that, you know, like I said, the one variable that we do not have control over, uh, we've seen these patterns before, is the timing of that grievous event during which our handle of people forced to change um and we haven't heard anything back so i know everyone's busy right now and whatnot but you know when we when i talked about sitting at the table with experts uh patron scan launch code you can you know local calgary company they can articulate um their wealth of knowledge when it comes to privacy commissions they've dealt with them on a provincial level outside of alberta um you know on a federal level so the legislation was full frank and fair when we read it as to what we're allowed to do and we were very cognizant uh, to adhere to that when we created this. So. Before I let you go, have you been following along with that uh, McEwen University pilot project that was a part of the Edmonton Police Foundation's Community Solutions Accelerator program that was yes. looking at how to? Yeah. yeah. So you're Hats yeah, and so. Yeah, so they were looking at doing, um, you know, trying to find, uh, come up with a way to curb thefts by targeting where the booze is being sold, that some bars, restaurants, and other businesses are buying illegal booze, saying that, you know, they they would be targeted. So is that part of where some of it goes, Constable Davis? Yeah, I mean, I, and I, uh, yes, 100%. Yeah, okay. But I can't, I can't speculate on the scale. Yeah, yeah. Um, that title i'm kind of a to a certain extent a one-man show so resources are required to elevate that but over my observation certainly but the whole premise of that is we have a social responsibility to ensure that we don't just move an issue to another location Mm -hmm. if the demand exists and we target hard in a select number of stores um Mm -hmm. then it's you know it's very easy to just seek out to maintain that that supply so that's when i talk about a uniform application you know we need just everybody on board here um but yeah hats off to them it's a very unique way to approach things the insight that their uh their suggestion can give to us is huge uh we look forward to working with them in the future 100 percent 
Well, you know what? If this uh, if this reduces theft, reduces the violence, and doesn't impact the the business in a negative way, um, you know, and I think that's one of the that has to be one of the really really big parts right there is um, you know although there is a balance there if you're getting if you're getting ripped off on a on a daily basis or a couple times a week, I mean that's negatively affecting business as well, isn't it? You want your staff to be safe, you want to keep your products safe, and uh, and 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 you just want to make sure that you can move forward with keeping your store open. I know some people in my text line are like, well, I wouldn't go there because I don't want to give my ID or what about, you know, you know, the business losses. But again, you know, there's a lot of liquor stores in uh, in the city that you can check out. But you know what? Good, good job for everyone involved. It'll be interesting to see what happens uh, next with this Constable Davis. And, and we'll keep following it as we have been over the past uh, couple of years. Thank you for joining me this afternoon. I really appreciate your time. Jeez, well, thanks for making time for little old me. It was a pleasure. <laughs> little old you. I saw you on TV last night. <laughs> it's like you're a linebacker. You should be. <laughs> I'm like, I thought it was, is that a linebacker for the Eskimos? What's going on there? <laughs> well, my high school days are well behind me, I assure you. <laughs> <laughs> <was> time. <laughs> Constable Davis, all the best to you. Thank you so much. You too. Thanks, Jalen. Yeah, take care. Um, Constable Ben Davis, who um, is the constable in charge of the Liquor Store ID pilot project um, in the city of Edmonton. So, yeah, in the in the interesting... So when you take a look at these numbers in these stores where this thing was put in place where you have to scan your ID, as I mentioned, that thefts and violence at those locations dropped by 93%. Um, I told you the numbers. 2019, there was 592 incidents at those locations, and so far in 2020, just 36. Um, this year... So, you know, this was just in a few stores. I mean, the situation continues to happen, you know, elsewhere. There's still a problem with this in the city of Edmonton. Um, Police saying that citywide there has been over 5,000 liquor thefts in 2020. That's about 15 a day is what they clock that at about 15 of them a day so yeah this is this is something and i and i feel for for the employees in these stores you know when someone you know comes in and i've had um texts from from dads and from moms whose kids work in these stores saying you know we're just we're worried about our 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 daughter we're worried about our son uh just being in these places um so I, I think, you know, as we move forward, I wouldn't be surprised to see more and more of this um, this put in place. Um, patron scan, by the way, I know some of you are always very concerned about, about your privacy. They say that the information is not kept in the devices, but in a data center with restricted access. And the company said um, in, a, in a request for an interview that the technology complies with Canadian, Alberta, and BC legislative and regulatory requirements. Uh, I know that will be fine for some of you. Others, it, it won't be at all. I, te- I can tell you right now, I would have no problem. I would have no problem if I had to scan my my license going into you know my favorite liquor store if i'm if i'm if i'm heading over to vines and riverbend and they need me to uh show my id was i come in the door i have no problem i did that for years when i was going into when i was you know in bars you know in my 20s and no problem i have no problem with that um and if it's a, a safety thing um yeah bring it on